Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, February 15th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Taylor Massetta. And I'm Maya Sargent. Let's see what's what in the Big Apple. 800 nurses are preparing to strike at South Shore University Hospital in Long Island. The nurses delivered a strike notice yesterday to the Northwell Health Administration. Their demands include fairer wages and job security to retain staff at the hospital. The decision comes after 99% of South Shore nurses voted in favor of the strike. It will begin on Monday, February 27th if a fair negotiation cannot be agreed on before then. The Department of Transportation has voted against introducing new street safety bills presented by the City Council this week. The package would have required the installation of reflective material on curbs and roundabouts, bollards at sidewalks to protect pedestrians from cars, and demanded safety signs over school entrances. Transportation Commissioner Idanis Rodriguez told the City Council he doesn't believe these changes would have any noticeable impact on civilian safety. He also said as street conditions are constantly changing, not putting up these precautions allows the DOT to be more flexible. The New York City Council Committee on Criminal Justice and Immigration held a hearing today to introduce three new bills that could impact immigration laws. WFUV's Grace Galbraith reports. This morning, the New York City Council Committees on Criminal Justice and Immigration held a hearing discussing the legislation of three bills, Intro 158, Intro 184, and Intro 185. The three bills would reform immigration and deportation laws in the city and work to limit the collaboration between the NYPD, the New York City Department of Corrections, and U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. New York City Councilmember Shahana Hanif spoke on behalf of New York City Criminal Justice Chair Carlina Rivera about immigration in the city. If we truly want to call ourselves a sanctuary city, all law enforcement policies that lead to ICE arrests and family separation must end. New York City Council members will continue to discuss the legislation, and it will eventually be put to a vote. For WFUV News, I'm Grace Galbraith. Mayor Eric Adams is heading up to Albany today to make a case for his city. The mayor has two main priorities on what's called Tin Cup Day. He wants to advocate for bail reform that will target repeat offenders. He proposes allowing a judge to determine whether or not a person is a threat to public safety before release. He's also requesting more money for the city's budget. Mayor Adams says the city needs these funds to assist the growing number of migrants. The influx of asylum seekers is estimated to cost the city $4 billion. Governor Kathy Hochul's current plan gives $1 billion for the city's migrants, but Mayor Adams says it's not enough. Pharrell Williams has something to be happy about. That's right, because Louis Vuitton just named him the creative director of their menswear division. Williams has big shoes to fill, as he follows the legendary Virgil Abloh who passed away in 2021. But he does have quite a bit of fashion experience. He's already collaborated with Louis Vuitton and Chanel, as well as founded two fashion brands of his own. Williams' debut collection will be shown at Paris Men's Fashion Week in June. 
And Taylor, there are some milestones in today's entertainment history. That's right, Maya. In 1950, Disney released the classic animated movie Cinderella. And in 1979, the Bee Gees scored big at the 21st Grammy Awards. The Saturday Night Fever soundtrack would take home the award for Album of the Year. On the same night, the Bee Gees would also be named Best Pop Group and win Best Arrangement for voices for their hit song, Staying Alive. And now let's head on over to WFUV's Riley Lucas for the latest sporting news. The Chiefs Kingdom Championship Parade is today in Kansas City, Missouri. Fans from all over will be heading into town to celebrate the Chiefs' thrilling Super Bowl win. There is expected to be over one million people in attendance. Talk about claustrophobia. Now over here in the Big Apple, rumors swirl about a potential trade that'll land Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Executives believe Rodgers leaving behind a legacy with one franchise and cementing one with another is the perfect Tom Brady model the Jets need. I look forward to seeing what happens at MetLife Stadium. Speaking of NFL players, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has been receiving a lot of flack from fans in the media after wearing what was considered to be a blasphemous jacket to the Super Bowl last Sunday. This comes after Hamlin credited God for surviving his recent in-game cardiac arrest. The jacket was emblazoned with a crucifix and an altered Jesus head. To end it off right here on Rose Hill, the 20-5 Fordham men's basketball team plays St. Bonaventure tonight in a whiteout home game matchup. The Rams look to continue their winning record with the help of a packed house. With WFUV Sports, I'm Riley Lucas. Thanks, Riley. Black history is not just about trauma and pain. Part of the experience is honoring the resilience of black people in the U.S. and their ability to demonstrate love and find joy, something that's often expressed through music. Spirituals, blues, jazz, rock and roll, and hip-hop have had global influence. WFUV's Robin Shannon sits down with midday host and music connoisseur Elisa Ali. She's sharing her list of songs that inspire black joy and empowerment. Elisa, what is the first song on your list? I will just start off by saying I do have a theme song myself. Like my walk-on music, so, okay. so if when you, you will. All right, when you walk my into walk a cool spot. My walk-on music yeah. is um, She's a Bad Mamma Jamma. <laughs> okay. However, that said, I'm not going to choose that, but I did want to give a shout-out to Carl Carlton. Okay. One of the artists that, uh, and this is an artist that is tops not just for Black History Month, just for like life, Stevie Wonder. Oh, of course. Like, I cannot leave Stevie Wonder off a woefully short list. And I say this every time I play him on the radio. He is a national treasure. He's a humanitarian, um, an activist. And in terms of black musicians, I mean, he's right at the top of that list. And his music is honest and direct. Living for the city, you know, highlights the inequities that black people are faced with. But, you know, it also shows how they still can get by. You know, her clothes are old, but never are they dirty. He's got, you know, this great song um, called Black Man in Songs of the Key of Life, which is uh, such an amazing um, album in general. But uh, that Black Man song, you know, just highlights some of the advances that black people have done. And it's just, it's such a great song also. All of his songs, you know, they have a message, but they also have a groove. And I just saw him on the Grammys doing um, Higher Ground, right? And this is also speaks to his musicianship, that his music is so versatile that it has been covered by all different artists. And he's doing, he did the song with Chris Stapleton, who's like a country dude. Right. So like this soul song 
can be sung. And didn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, yes, of course. The Red Hot Chili mm-hmm. Peppers do a great version of it. Um, that just speaks to his songwriting ability. I mean, he's a brilliant thinker and I think a bona fide genius. Um, he's got so many powerful and joyful songs. I wanted to pick a song that brings me a lot of joy. It's probably not one that most people think of, but it gets me on the dance floor every time. Do I do? Do you know this ah, one? Ah, yeah, of course. Girl, do I do? Yes, I got some honey kisses for your lips. <laughs> so, Elisa, Do I Do from Stevie Wonder. That's your first song. What's the next song that inspires Black Joy and Empowerment? Again, I have to go with the catalog in its entirety. And I have to choose Sly and the Family Stone. They were a pioneering soul funk band. Um, they soundtracked the civil rights movement. And um you know, their music came from a place of love and unity. And by the way, it was the first major American rock group to have a racially integrated male and female lineup. Um, their music was so empowering. They preached about standing for what you believe in. And I think that really resonated with the people who were, you know, seeking out social justice. And I just find their music to be so warm and joyous. So what's your one song? Okay. All right. It's it's very hard. It's If You Want Me to Stay by Sly and the Family Stone. If you want me to stay, I'll be around today to be available for you to see. So that was If You Want Me to Stay from Sly and the Family Stone. Now, Lisa, you got one more pick. It's a tough one now. What's the next song that you think inspires Black Joy and Empowerment? I'm going to go with uh, Kendrick Lamar's All Right from To Pimp a Butterfly. It is a modern day protest song. It starts with the line, all my life I had to fight. And that's a quote from, I'm not sure if it's a quote from Alice Walker or Oprah, but it's from The Color Purple. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's where we're going with it. Um, and I just think it's it's such a, it's such a powerful song. It shows strength. It shows uh resilience that black people have had to have it's aggressive but it's also positive and uplifting it's inspirational and i think maybe i think maybe it's one of the greatest rap songs of all time all right so kendrick lamar was your last one and of course just for you alisa ali walk off music she's a bad mamma jamma (laughs) she's a bad mamma jamma That was Robin Shannon talking to WFUV's midday host, Elisa Ali, about songs she thinks inspire black joy and empowerment. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Taylor Massetta. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.